I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. The podcast put together with Red Raider fans in mind. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. It is the Tech Talk Juice here on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. Joyce Woodman and Mike Gustafson joining you from the First United Bank studio. Quite a few headlines. Is uh, had a lot happen over the last 24 hours or so. Uh, Texas Tech men's basketball on the hardwood tonight as the Red Raiders head down south to the Dirty Third. Heading to Houston to play against the number five team in the land, the Houston Cougars, who have lost two in a row. Texas Tech has won nine in a row, but Houston has also won 14 in a row in their uh, home gym. So something's got to give there. Uh, Red Raiders, Cougars tonight at 8 o'clock. Hacks and Love will be on the call beginning at 7. You can find the game on Double T 97.3. Prior to that, the Lady Raiders will be in action just down the road over at United Supermarkets Arena, uh, taking on also a ranked team in number 24, Iowa State. Uh, Lady Raiders trying to get right. They looked really good in beating Kansas two games ago, which was a a good basketball team, Um, and then haven't looked good the last couple times around, especially slow starts. So hopefully they can get off to a quicker start this evening uh, playing against the Iowa State Cyclones. Tip-off for that one will be at 6 this evening. Coverage begins at 5.30. Mark and Chuck will have it for you. On 107.7, yes, FM. Yeah, they need that one. Need to protect home core. Yeah, got to. Yeah, it's it's one of those where both of the, the, the two trips to Oklahoma, I don't know that OSU or OU are better. Definitely not that, that much, much better. That much better, yeah, sure. But. Than the Lady Raiders, um, but looked lopsided on the road and yep. need, to, need to have a good showing tonight. No doubt. And have won the two games at home. So a uh, good opportunity there for... Coach Gerlich and company. Um, also on the airwaves tonight, you can find the high school fan zone on 100.7. The score coaches from Friendship, Lubbock, Cooper, and Liberty will come into the First United Max studio to talk about their teams. That's at 6 o'clock on the score. Um, NBA, all three Texas teams were off yesterday. They'll be in action tonight. Spurs in Boston taking on the Celtics. Rockets at Knicks, both those games at 6.30. And then the Mavericks are opposite side at the Lakers at 7.30 this evening. Uh, hockey Stars beat the Kings 5-1. to one. They'll play the Flyers in Philly tomorrow. Stars are legit. They are. They really are. Fourth yeah. best record in, in hockey yeah. right now. They got a shot. Um, and they're only a couple of points out of first place yep. at the moment. They're, so They're for real. Yeah, they are. They're pretty darn good. There, we talked about the window being open or closing or whatever yeah. the other day. Their their window is open very right much. now. They're they've got a chance to very much be competitive at the highest level. And Texas Tech track and field Alyssa Colbert named the Big Twelve Athlete of the Week by the league after uh, a uh, pretty good showing at the Stan Scott Invitational over the weekend. She has. She currently has the fastest time 
in the 60 in the country. Now, I mean, we're early in January, but still, anytime you can post the fastest in the country. Yeah. Good thing there. We want Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, they'll run again uh, this weekend at the Corky Classic Friday and Saturday. I went over there on Saturday for about an hour and maybe 15 minutes, hour and a half, and uh, was there for that. Yeah. And, um, you know, of course, to this novice, I just saw three. I think we had three of the top four spots in that heat. Mm -hmm. But a bunch of the track athletes were sitting up there in the stands near me, and they were going bananas. Yeah. I mean, they were on their feet and going nuts and high-fiving each other and everything and and then you know, because they because they can immediately look at the board and see the number and know record yeah. or really good time or whatever whereas the rest of us are just kind of going oh well it seems that seemed fast you know and immediately the pa guy comes on talking about best you that know just all the yeah. things yeah Confirms. talking about yeah one of the one of the five fastest times in school history and right you know on and on and on and best time in the nation all that stuff so it was uh yeah it was a pretty cool moment and it seems early for that kind of thing like here we are sure you know i i, I can't sit here and tell you if they're if it's heating up or not but it's uh you know you know, it feels like we're on the front end of the indoor season and, and uh, you know, they're already doing Texas Tech things. Yeah. Hanging numbers. Uh, y'all can join us. Thoughts, comments, questions. Bring it all in the Yates Flooring Center chat line. This one on the chat line says Vrabel to Seattle. Is that, like, official or are you, or are you just speculating on the chat line there? I don't. I haven't seen anything. Um, but Big Huey says, I wish Jerry would money whip John Lynch away from San Francisco for a GM role. But then that would mean Jerry would have to give up. The there game. it is, right there. That's the yeah. I mean, I mean, I would love that. He's, uh, I think his, you know, it's it's his team, and he's out to. I think he's been out to prove that he's a football mind for <laughs> thirty five years, man, and uh, probably, and I, I don't know this, but uh, you know, in his earliest days when Jimmy got all the credit for building those teams and. Shouldn't Jimmy get the credit at this point? Right. I mean, well, yeah, and that's just the there's one... longer it continues like this, the more, yeah, the more... Uh, yeah, he he didn't want Jimmy to have the credit, but he's only proving him right all this time. Absolutely. Every year he reinforces it. Yeah, the Vrabel thing is being linked to the job, uh, to the Seahawks job, okay. but that's not a done deal yet. Nothing, um, nothing done unless, there. Yeah, unless there's something breaking there, but I think he's... I think he's being linked to that job. And, you know, I, I was impressed by Vrabel the first, you know, and I, I know the last couple of years weren't great in Tennessee, but I thought his teams played with a level of toughness and sort of took on his personality in a way that, you know, maybe not to the level of what uh, what the Lions are getting out of uh, Campbell, but, right, Campbell? Yeah. yeah. yeah um, but, uh, Dan I, Campbell. Yep. Yeah, I said that, and I'm like, no, that's the Iowa State coach. No, they can both be named Campbell. Both, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. it's allowed. I know, it's not right to me. Trust so, your first instinct, that's right? That's right. Uh, but, yeah, I, you know, I thought they played with a degree of toughness. And, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, because he was there, what, 18 through 23? So, what, that's a six-year run watching the NFL and bad. That's, um, yeah, that's a long yeah. time now. And I don't I don't think he burned, a, burned it in a way that, like, nobody's going to want to touch that guy as a yeah. head coach because – you know. Yeah. Someone says on the chat like who choice who? Okay, so the person that I'm talking about would actually absolutely hate. First, there's there's Vegas odds out there. This is as of this morning at ten thirty seven AM. I like if I was putting odds on this, we're sitting here on Wednesday without McCarthy being fired, 
I would put at seventy five percent he's not going to be fired. Right. Um, probably maybe even higher. But you can bet on this currently on let's see, sports betting oh, this is bet online. It has this. Will Mike McCarthy be the head coach of the Cowboys in week one of twenty twenty four? No is a minus three hundred favorite, which applies the applied implied odds, pardon me, is seventy five percent that he's not going to wow. be the head coach. Seventy five percent chance according to Vegas. The coach that has the best chance, according to Vegas, a sixty percent implied chance. <sighs> Nick Sirianni. Wow. What? I can't stand the guy. Cannot stand him. Wow. I think he is a massive punk. You think that's just uh you know, you think that's just Vegas just doing the titillating thing, uh, like possibly. stirring up interest? Yeah, because that's such a it's both both topics are polarized. Both ends of that bet are polarizing in a way that you're like, Yeah, you know, everybody sort of has a feeling on the McCarthy yes or no. And then you take it one more step. I mean, if you're throwing out money on because to get to the Sirianni to Dallas bet, you've you got to you got to get it right twice. You got two you gotta, things. Yeah, that has you to got two now. things that need to happen. No, like, I I think what they're saying is going to happen is McCarthy gets fired and Sirianni leaves. Uh, is the thought. Interesting. Got it. But I mean, that's that's crazy, and I would be so so frustrated if that <laughs> happened. Keep McCarthy if that's what's going to happen. It's Tech Talk. podcast that finishes your workday in a very Red Raider way. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantec Roofing and Construction. Glad to be part of your Wednesday and listening to Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. Joyce Woodman, Mike Gustafson here in the First United Bank studio. Uh, a few comments, questions coming in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. We'll get to some of that here in a moment. Uh, Ed says, always tr- always trusting my first instinct caused me to get divorced. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe not always, oh, but yeah. close enough. Uh, Bullfighter <laughs> posting something. I don't know where you saw this, Bullfighter. Amazon has reached an agreement with the parent company of Bally Sports that could put all Rangers games on Prime Video in 2024. Yeah, there's there's this some, will be phenomenal. Too. Yeah, and there's some uh, there's some layers to that, and uh, I think one of the key parts of it is that, and and it really gets, you know, it's 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 very lawyerish right now. Yep. There's the the sides that aren't talking are the ones that, you know, can't say much in this, and so it's it's uh, but yeah, that that's the the gist of it is. And, and it may be that this is what's going to happen and they just, you know, can't make it official yet. Not exactly sure, but the gist of it is that, uh, you know, your now your Amazon prime membership may not alone get you all of the Rangers games, but, um, that it uh, would set you up to then pay another fee, you know, almost like an NFL red zone or Which, some kind of a deal that would get you to all of the in market and out of market rangers games like basically every game which i would do yeah absolutely i I talked about 
I, I talked. About I don't know what that lot. price is. I yeah. mean, I, I don't. I don't know. We don't know price points and that kind of stuff. Sure. But that's what's being talked about right now. Yeah, I, I talked about this a lot last year. Um, that the the Rangers have a team that was finally watchable that people were wanting to watch, and they and Major League Baseball, and I blame Major League Baseball somewhat, but overall, it's it's so difficult to access games. Yeah, like there's. It, it's pretty easy in most sports, NBA, NFL, college sports right now are extremely easy to have an ESPN Plus platform to usually go find most of the games out there. Um, but if you want to pay a little more money, you're going to be able to find the games. Mm-hmm. Now, the Rangers, you deal with that. There's really no streaming service out there for the Rangers. It's not blacked out. Mm-hmm. And that's so frustrating. Like without, I could, yeah, I without a cable subscription, exactly. without the Bally's app, you, you know, like if and, and I'm still on Optimum, and so I can right, I can use that login and have no trouble. Have but Optimum I know available at my house. So then the other option is paying a hundred something dollars a month for for Direct TV, um, and it's just so frustrating. Mm-hmm. That it's so narrow. Oh and, yeah, and Bally Sports, who's bankrupt right now. Uh, there's a whole nother layer to it where the the Rangers have made, I think, profit or seen the least spike in profits post-World Series championship out of a team in several years because of the TV issues Mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. Because you can't, you haven't seen TV subscriptions. All these things go up because Bally's sitting there in bankruptcy and it's been in limbo for a while. So if this happened, um, if all I want is access, I want to be able to access it. And if it's five bucks a month or 20 bucks a month, I should be able to have that option. But the fact that there's not that option is, is extremely frustrating. Yeah. Out there. I Uh, agree. And uh, and again, if baseball is trying to, you know, grow the game, you need to make the game accessible. I, uh, um, you're exactly right. And, and, and the funny thing is, is that for years, years you know 30 years ago yeah. farther back you know we had the the predecessors to fox sport wild to valley southwest fox southwest hse yeah you know and and it was like i mean we all we all sort of grew up on just come home flip the rangers game on exactly what you know did. sort of the back background noise you know at, or or just just as we pop it on the radio yeah. Driving home or whatever. Just as easy. Hey, Rangers are on. Astros are on. Whatever. Yeah, I, I grew and, and, up. Uh, I probably watched yeah. 140 out of 162 right. games a year. Or Part, at least parts had, of. Yeah, yeah sure. At least Absolutely. had those sure. games on. I mean, at least that much every single spring to summer. Oh, sure. That's that's what. So the inaccessibility in recent years has been extremely frustrating. Yeah, it's it's, it's amazing. And and uh, and I, I get the frustration. And uh, I mean, because because I. I, I certainly pull for the Rangers, and you know I benefit from being out of market with yeah. my team, the St. Louis Cardinals, and so my MLB app thing has been, you know, perfect. Exactly. Yeah, no problems. But I get it because I've I've got friends that are lifers. You know, one, one of my best buddies first went to his first Rangers game, nineteen seventy four. Yeah, Fergie Jenkins. You know. Oh yeah. He got you know, and he was seven years old and. Got got a hat and you know I mean just and grew sure. up on them and you know sure. and and like a, cried happy tears last in October yeah. yeah the whole deal and uh, and, and here's a guy that you know had more accessibility to him growing up in DFW and then moving to Lubbock and getting them on getting them on regional cable for thirty 
35 years and now suddenly it's it's gotten a little janky and and I, the, the good news is i mean it's it's no it's no solace um if if you can't get to them right now but the good news is is this isn't something that that baseball and and everybody's oblivious to like they're well aware of you know how it's how, how it's it's the the regional cable the rsn's is the their yeah. kind of their term the regional sports networks getting wonky here recently along with the trend of all the cable cutting has really made it um you know made it made it a tough thing and yeah, uh I, yeah I, I, I had a free subscription i think through a t or a phone provider to the mlb network mm-hmm. or uh, same thing and i i can, you watch, can watch all the twins games you want <laughs> except for the rangers and, and not, the Astros. Yeah, I mean, like, Astros. yeah, those are our and two I'm blackouts five here. five hours away. Oh, yeah. Which makes no – it's just – it's so And you're nine hours from Houston. Nine I mean, hours from Houston. Yeah, it makes no sense. It's frustrating. But if if this goes through and yeah. the streaming and is better – a couple hundred bucks, you can get every game. That's yeah, Sign me up, man. Yeah, because yeah. then I'm not paying, you know, so much money for a, a direct TV package that I don't want to pay for right. just to get the Rangers. And right. That's the only – I mean that would be the only thing I'm buying it for, but I'm having to pay so much extra on top of what I'd normally pay. It's it's yeah. the old yeah, it's the age old question of paying for channels you don't want kind exactly. of a deal, which yeah. which is you know it's what people mostly yeah. have gone away from. Uh, Dallas says Bally app does not get you the Rangers. Yeah, there's even a Bally app, which you I know I could watch the stars on the app, like pay ten or I don't even remember. Maybe it's twenty bucks a month for that. You can get the stars, the Mavericks, all these things, but you can't get the Rangers. It's the one it's again. Inaccessibility was frustrating. Here's a, a baseball football question. Gus, is football hurting Burns in the shortstop competition? You know, I, I would say it this way. I think to to say, and he was able to do some stuff in the fall, okay? But I don't, you know, I think I, I assume he missed some stuff. All right. And I don't I don't know exactly what that amount was. Well, he was basically unavailable to the football team too because of right. scholarship situations and and, all that. and they were practicing in the mornings in a way that I think he was doing some football stuff in the mornings and yeah. baseball in the afternoon. So there may have been some misses there, you know, and there probably was if yeah. they scrimmaged on a Saturday or whatever. But so I would say it this way. Um you know, if 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 missing practices or missing a little bit of fall didn't hurt him a little bit, then the baseball team was wasting their time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm not saying it to be a wise acre, but it was it was the age old question of like, hey, if my kid plays football, will he miss? Will he, you know, will he get behind in baseball? Like, well, I hope so because that means the kids that I had over here in baseball off season That's were right. getting yeah. better. You know, exactly. you hope so. Now, is it an insurmountable hill that they can't climb? Absolutely not. But you know the the fact is is that shortstop competition is a head to head. You right. know they're they're yeah it's probably the most heated competition. So anything you miss probably didn't help him. But he's a really good athlete. I think he's in the mix of that mix for that. We will get to some basketball coming up. It is Tech Talk on Double T ninety seven three. The podcast put together with Red Raider fans in mind. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Appreciate you joining us on a hump day. It is Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. A few more thoughts 
coming in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line regarding basketball in a uh, football question. Uh, this one says, how are we a 12, how is Texas Tech a 12 and a half point underdog? I don't know. I was very, I won't say very surprised. I was surprised to see that line. I expected it to be about seven or eight. Uh, so 12 was, is pretty big, but maybe it's exactly what you said, Gus, and that Vegas expects Houston to come out extremely fiery after losing two in a row. Yeah, and and maybe the, you know, maybe the betting markets yeah. and the algorithms and things on on analytics and stuff on tech aren't you know yeah. are that we've maybe overachieved. Well, I mean, we'll see. Maybe, but. Uh, but like I said yesterday, I mean, Grant McCaslin went ten and three in true road games last year at North Texas, and you look at the history of his career; he's been really good on the road. Yep. So his teams know how to play on the road. So that automatically makes me feel you got like you've got a chance, um, but I I wouldn't be picking Texas Tech. Uh, this one from the chat line. I really believe Tech is going to go in there and win tonight. Uh, they just don't give up, and we hadn't have haven't had a team that fights to win in a long time. Even Beard's team lacked the strength to finish most of the time. Well, it, it, yeah, I mean Some it is those. it is the last the last couple of years Beard was here. I mean. You do have to kind of remember that we were nine and nine. Yeah, you well, know, both of those years was like a lot of close games. As yeah. much as much fun as his time was, and certainly relative to the mess of a, you know, the what six or eight years prior to him, yeah. it 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 was, uh, you know, the 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 you know we we think back on that and and uh, you know you kind of we all we all go to Elite Eight and Final Four team and all, but yeah, his last two years it was nine and nine you know conference records yeah and uh which is not a disaster or whatever but i mean he, it wasn't just smooth sailing he was yeah. he was bringing in a couple five stars that didn't really pan out you know it's kind of interesting interesting time to think about uh this one from a texture says houston has won by an average of 31 points in their home games yeah it's a it's a big they lead the big 12 in in margin um margin well, of victory I am curious. on the season not I'm looking at all games and not home games, but yeah. that 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 holds. They've destroyed some teams this year, no sure doubt. Sure, they have. But I'm I'm looking at the toughest home game they've played up to this point. I'm very curious on who that is. Um, no, not that one. Not that one. Dayton. <laughs> Dayton, I guess, is that their toughest that they've played at home? Uh, no, I don't think that was a home game. Yeah, they rice, crushed rice. <laughs> Houston or uh A and M they played them and won seventy to sixty six, but that wasn't at home. Yeah, neutral site. That yeah. was the Toyota Center. Yeah, they in don't Houston. have a they don't have a home quad one win. Interesting. The the toughest yeah, the best team that they've played to this point. Who did Penn beat? Penn beat one of those teams. It was Villanova. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, it might be Penn. Penn, they beat them eighty-one to forty-two, and West Virginia, they beat them eighty-nine to fifty-five. Yeah. So those are the two toughest teams on paper that they've played in their home arena. Texas Tech, uh, I would say, is better than Penn. Fairly confident, confidently, <laughs> right now. Hope so. Uh, West Virginia, you're definitely better than them. Sure, hope so. So, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think it's still such a big, big margin. Yeah, that's a big number. Yep. Um, yeah, that this this will be uh, it'll be intriguing, and really, this next four game stretch will be intriguing. I tell you, 
Yeah. Um, not to not to jump. I mean, I, I guess I can jump off of this game and still be talking about tech as I say this, Gee. but maybe the most interesting score from last night around the Big oh, yeah. Twelve, and there was four four relevant games, but uh, the, the most interesting score I thought involved our next opponent, BYU. Yeah. Finally, looked like BYU. They shot it well. At yeah, home. and they lit up. They lit up Iowa State, and that was what number twenty versus twenty four. Now mm-hmm. that's that's in the polling, but yeah. Lit it up and uh, lit it up in Provo after uh, dropping a home game early this season. So yeah, I'll say my perception of teams changed a little bit last night. I, I mean, know, and it's going to do this all year. It's going to go back and forth with the the middle teams in the league. But TCU, I had I kind of bought stock in them uh, on what they had done in the last couple of weeks. Baylor loses at Kansas State. BYU beats Iowa State. So it was outside of one game that went as it was supposed to or kind of chalky with Kansas State Oklahoma State some very interesting results there um I did see something that's very interesting for the the future of this particular league the Big 12 currently has 12 of the 14 teams ranked in the top 76 of the net the net is the okay the the thing they use the most that means for these 12 teams that any road game for the most part in against nearly 80% of the league will be a quad one game. Any road Amazing. game, 80% of the league will be quad one. Right. So the number of bids available for the Big 12 could be extremely large. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, you, you could get as many as 10 out of 14 teams in. I don't think it'll happen, but there's going to be a lot of opportunities. It, it feels like over the years and and it's probably selective memory on my part but it feels like you know there have been years in which we've seen the ACC and Big 10 especially mm-hmm. load up you yeah. know when they had really good deep leagues and and we could probably say the same about our league I'm just I'm I, that's why I said there's probably some selective memory with this but uh um you know you're right I mean and the the key to this is always the strength of the last team you know yeah. if you want to get 10 in let's talk about the 10th team and and what what the best case is for them but yeah the the number of quad one opportunities is a big deal especially if you're on the bubble and you've got a few of those yeah and uh you know the the all of these road wins as you're saying because it involves a quad one win is a is a road win over any top 75 team yep or a top a home win over a top 30 team or a neutral site win over a top 50 team. You don't have to worry about any more neutral sites. But yeah, these next four games for Tech are, um, are uh, quad one opportunities. All of them. Every yeah. single one of them. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's out there. It's amazing. Right. I mean, there have been years where that hadn't been the case. No. And the inventory, the, the it's sort of the inventory as you're going through the season, like, hey, suddenly we really need to win this and this game because these other games, they're nice, but they're not going to. Yeah. They're not going to move the needle. Yep. And, uh, you know, th- this <laughs> this league this year is going to offer opportunity. Uh, you can call it, you can look at it, depending on how you want to look at it, right? Opportunity after opportunity could be, uh, you know, to get your head beat in or to sure. shock the world. But, yeah, this league is something else. The podcast that finishes your workday in a very Red Raider way. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Thanks for hanging with us on a Wednesday. You got Tech Talk. Double T ninety seven three and Double T ninety 
97.3.com. Red Raider basketball coming your way at 7 here on WP 97.3. We'll get back to uh, that here in a moment. There was one more question. Who did who gave Kansas their Big 12 loss? That was uh, Central Florida. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, in Orlando. And uh, yeah. kind of a shock the world deal. It was. Yeah. Uh, I still think that's probably one of the three worst teams in the league. But Right. They scare you. I mean, you know, they immediately sure. have to scare you because they've done something that uh, is really hard to do in beating those guys. And yeah. that was a game that, uh, you know, Kansas out of the jump was, what, up 15, coasting. Uh-huh. And then there was a little little lull, and suddenly that home crowd, you know, just the – you know how it is. Right. They start hitting some shots, and, and uh, you know, all the timeouts and all the stuff in the world couldn't, couldn't stop it. And Didn't uh, matter, yeah. Kansas loses to, again, what you're saying, and I agree with you, one of the – one of what appears to be one of the weaker teams in the league, and – I mean, you, you think about that. I mean, not, that's not going to really affect their season, but if that costs them a Big Ten title, Big 12 title, you know, not, not that they're short on those up there in Lawrence, yeah, but just can... still, if you're looking back on it, going, man, it wasn't that tough loss to Baylor that cost us no, or going uh... to Lubbock or whatever, playing at Ames or whatever. It's like, no, no, no. We went down there and lost to the worst team Palm, in the palm leaves in the crowd. Yeah. Mercy. Uh, Woodman, how brutal were those friendship games to call last night? Yeah. You know, well, you'll hear a friendship coach. I'm not sure which one's on tonight, but you can hear it on the high school fan zone. It, it's funny. I those were rough. talked to someone who was around that last night, and, uh, you know, and he, he was, you know, just kind of same thing. Like, and, and, I, and we were talking about it in all seriousness about, you know, I, I always feel like our better broadcasts when I'm, in the TV booth and you, you do these games too, some, but you know, are the ones where you're engaged and you know, four to two or nay, sure. four to two, it could be 15 to 14, but just a game where there's yeah. where you're on it, you know, and, and it's easier. everything, yeah, everything sort of matters as opposed to the, you know, the nine to one game in the, in the seventh inning and you're sort of playing out the string and, you know, and, th- and that may be where the, the greatness of, Nadell and those guys or whoever you know that they they can start spinning yarns and telling stories sure. and keeping you interested because the game itself's just sort of all right this thing's over you know we're just playing out the deal and your your scorebook becomes a mess because everybody's subbing you oh, know yeah, those yeah. those games end up being a different kind of challenge than the game that's on point and keeping you you know engaged with every pitch um but i yeah i can i, I feel for you when i heard those scores i was like oh so Troy said to Troy said to uh, hang in there. Yeah, and honestly, <laughs> can't just check out. Most of the time, basketball still stays active yeah, enough where sure. you can't. But I mean, in game like those, like yeah. I don't know how a varsity team, and I'm not trying to run down kids or coaches yeah, I or know what you mean. Anything, just, I just don't know how it can be that bad and that lopsided. It's the worst I've ever seen in a mm. in a doubleheader for sure. A hundred is a hundred twenty-seven point deficit yeah. in two games. Tough. Like sixty nine and fifty eight girls and boys games, so those were those were as rough uh, as I've I've endured. At least uh, the team I was calling for was on the right side. Yeah, sure, of, sure, yeah, no I doubt. I can only imagine it'd be a lot yeah, worse. If, yeah, you're having to to sit through that for a season. Uh, here's one shifting gears a little bit, but can you can you guys give an update on the transfer portal on where the outgoing tech players ended up? 
Not everybody's found a home, but most have. Yeah, I'll, tr- I'll try to hit the high spots. How's that? And uh, if, if you're a texter, if we miss something or if there's somebody specific that we don't cover and you want to, you know, then follow sure. up your text, please do. Um, obviously, Tyler Shuck, Louisville, mm-hmm. you know about that. Landon Peterson, the offensive tackle, headed to North Texas. We'll play against him next year. Yep. Uh, or this this year, I guess. Got to quit this calling year, that no. next year. Miles <laughs> uh, uh, Price headed to Indiana. Of course, the receiver. Uh, Matt Keeler and Nehemiah Martinez, undecided, I believe. Jerron Bradley, Boston College, Monroe Mills joining Shuck in Louisville. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Brooke Anore. Our, it was kind of our backup honoring our backup punter last year, Arkansas State. Um, Jaden York, tight end, caught a touchdown pass against Wyoming in the home home opener right. or in the excuse me season opener. He's going to Houston. Uh, we won't play against him next year. May play against him at some point in his career, though. Correct. I think everybody we talked a lot about Loic Fungi going to Vanderbilt. JJ Sparkman to UTSA. Jacoby Jackson. Um, is committed to Mississippi State and Josiah Pierre to UCF. Yes. Uh, it looks like the um, – He's a Florida guy, so not yeah, too yeah. big of a surprise. Uh, maybe some of the notable undecideds, I guess, M- Martinez, Steve Linton, um, Keeler. Those are the guys that – Yeah. Uh, um, Linton and Keeler are very recent. And then Blake Burris was in last week. Yeah. Like, he just went in a week ago Which I don't, yesterday, I still think. don't understand how that works unless his name has been in there and he's just officially announced because right. January 2nd was the cutoff. So, um, there's and I know it gets, more... a little, it gets a little funky, too, around guys that are about to graduate or have Correct. graduated, you know, and exactly. I, I don't understand so maybe, it all. Because if you have graduated, then you're, you can yeah. go in for free. Uh, there was one more I saw, I think this was last night or sometime, Tyler King, the T- TK King, Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a receiver, freshman receiver that never played. I don't even know if he got any minutes um, or time on the mm-hmm. field, but he he committed to Wyoming. Ah, he okay, good this week. So good. or this year. So I think that pretty well covers it. There maybe someone we missed, and again, if if we did, y'all can ask that. Yep, uh, you bet. Um, but if you continue to look at the rankings and those sorts of things in terms of incoming players. Tech is, depending where you look, anywhere from number five to number ten to fifteen, uh, in in transfer portal incoming players on right. the class. The class, seven. yeah. So, Sounds like our gains are better than our losses. Yeah, yeah, definitely seems. That um, way. hey, one other technicality. I was thinking about this, and I saw this. It might have been previous show, but it, somebody asked a question. We had a question earlier about Will Burns, but somebody else asked the question about Burns counting against football the minute he ever plays and all that you know because he's on a baseball scholarship he's a walk on to football and this past year had he played we were already i think at 85 scholarships and he was going to push us over so essentially he was gray shirting with football right right that that counter deal like him him counting extra or having to sit out or whatever that is i think it only applies because he's on a baseball scholarship if he plays in football, I think it was only going to be an ad- adverse effect to Tech football the first year. I think so, you're right. Yeah, so if he's back on football next year yeah. and he plays a little bit, it doesn't count any different than it normally would. That's right. Tech Talk on Double T 97.3.
It's every Red Raiders favorite podcast. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. It is Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. Double T 97.3 mobile app brought to you as always by Happy State Bank. Yours on television, Fox 34 News. Now, alongside Mike Gustafson, I'm Choice Woodman in for Clint Scott today. Mid Foreman across the way taking care of us. Keep hitting us up. The thoughts, the comments, the questions, all welcome on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. We'll go back to uh, some more of that, get you some headlines with the juice in about 15 minutes or so. Um, I mentioned just a moment ago, uh, not sure if anybody saw it. I'm sure someone saw it. But uh, the Athletics, Bruce Feldman, um, in some speculation of whether Jim Harbaugh is going to remain at Michigan or not, uh, went through some candidates that would be best to replace him. And the first three he mentioned, Big 12 guys. Hmm. Three of them. And, of course, three Midwest guys. That yeah. seemed to make sense for going to the Big Ten. Um all three of those guys, Lance Leipold, I think, was the uh, first one on that particular list. The other Kansas guy, Chris Kleiman. And Campbell. And Matt Campbell. Yeah. Campbell, I, he may not be the third one, but he was on the list, we'll say, when going through that for uh, Feldman. Sure, and that's just his list, just so that's we're clear. That's just his yeah, list. Sure. I mean, Jim Harbaugh still hasn't uh, called it quits there at Michigan. Although he has interviewed with the Falcons he's been, and he's Chargers. He's been interviewing yeah. all over the place. Yep. So it does appear that that job's going to come open. If you could pick one of those three and say, this would be best for Texas Tech and or the Big 12 <laughs> if this guy's gone, <laughs> who are you picking? Probably one of the Kansas coaches. Uh, because I don't really have disdain for any of the three in terms of the, the guys or how they coach Campbell, the way he wears his hat bothers me, but that's, <laughs> that's about the extent of it. I mean, Kleiman, people kind of forget Chris Kleiman. Do you remember coming into Lubbock yeah. the week before Matt, Matt Wells got fired? Felt like he was on the ropes, didn't it? He was on the ropes and he was basically begging the media to be nicer to him. Right. Said, be nicer hey, to his team. To yeah. his team. Yeah. 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 Hey guys, I mean, we're, we're trying here. Basically, that's, right. that's what was being said. And they got to, yeah. And Tech gets up fourteen to nothing in the first five minutes of that game, and it's like, ooh, he's gonna, he's gonna take it hard this week. Uh, but then Matt Wells and company go on to lose that. The, the ironic thing is, where's Matt Wells right now? He just became the offensive coordinator for Chris Kleiman at yeah, Kansas State. No so full circle. What type a stuff. what a, yeah, what a tangled web, web we weave. Yeah. So, but but anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe Leipold hadn't peaked yet. Um, not that Kleiman has, but, has, but yeah, yeah, I know. But maybe not. I I don't know which one. I feel like Kansas State will probably be able to make a hire and be the same Kansas State they've always been. Maybe that's maybe a higher maybe, higher ceiling there. Yeah, maybe for him. maybe I'm wrong on that because they've had two coaches in their history that have worked out. Really, I mean, it's. Been Bill Snyder or Chris Kleiman, the Ron Prince experiment went pretty poorly. So if they could hire another Ron Prince, that'd be that'd be all about that. I, I guess it for me it, it's who do I want to see have the chance at failing the most? 
And <laughs> while Matt Campbell has elevated Iowa State for sure, he's elevated them to about seven wins a year. In years that, like this year, where you didn't think they would be that good, they still won seven games. In years prior where they were a top 10 team coming in, they still won seven games. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that's it, what I'm saying. It feels like the ceiling may be higher at K State, but I, you know, but Leifold's done a good job there. Iowa State's guys can coach. largely been, been a pretty rough job. Feels like they've peaked, yeah, under what, Campbell. My biggest question is what is Kansas now that Leifold's elevated them? Because the last time this happened two decades ago, almost, I yeah. guess a decade and a half ago, yeah, when. Sure. 17. When, when Big 18, Boy did it, yeah. Man, Mangino, mm-hmm. um, there wasn't success on the other side of him. They they didn't find success. Mm-hmm. So would Kansas be able to make the right hire if Leipold left? I think Kansas... I mean, I they're want, putting money into their football stadium and fixing up some of those infrastructure problems sure. that they've had. But, you know, it, it, Kansas football, is, I don't say it's always going to suffer, but... It's it's all it's gonna be a little bit like Kentucky football and that it's always gonna be second place. Doesn't mean they can't win. Right. But it you know, it's hard to imagine them ever being national contender or whatever, but it, it you know, the thing that I would say about Kleiman and Leipold and probably even Campbell, all three of those guys are really good fits at their schools. Yeah. Um so yeah. I, I think I'd be shocked if any of those I don't know, maybe may, I mean I, I I'd I'll be a little bit surprised on the Michigan deal if if they don't. I mean, I, I think the internal candidate's probably going to get some real run there because of. I would guess so. Yeah, because of how well things went during the suspension, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. OC, probably going to be a ton of support for him among players. If I were to pick one, I would guess that's where they would go. Yeah. Um, I'll be surprised if they go outside. But I would love for one of those three guys to leave the Big 12 yeah, because they're be all, all right three ones that have had success. Mm hmm in places that historically haven't been successful. You got it, sure. So I would love to see, and this isn't a shot at any of the three. I I mean, Kansas, sure. I'll take the shot at Kansas. But I'd love to see any of those three, you know, falter a little bit and go back to where they belong. Yeah, 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 yeah. Especially sure. Kansas football. Yeah. Kansas football, you got basketball, you don't need football. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. if Leipold, if you could tell me, hey, they'll hire Leipold, Sign me up and let's see what happens on the other yeah. side. No, I agree. That, I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm here for that. This has been the Tech Talk Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at double T 97.3.com.